I really didn't like that. I'm sorry. I just wanted to share it with you. It's got like a... You can see it's like the blood is just always on it. Yeah, that's a bad cut. What would you say the worst cut that you got that's not a... Like a life-altering injury was? Well, uh, the worst cut... Um... Well, I don't know. Like, I have weird scars on my body that, like, weren't dramatic cuts, but for some reason the marks have lasted for a lifetime. Like, I I have this cut on my elbow, the scar on my elbow uh, from when I was in a car accident and I shattered the the window. And you can still see it, but I wouldn't say, like, it wasn't, like, super painful or, like, lasted for a long time. Uh, One time when I went... You shattered a window with your elbow and it, it didn't hurt? adrenaline is a is a hell of a drug i didn't even notice it is one what if that's how you found out you had superpowers <laughs> and i've been ignoring them ever since that car accident yeah yeah um what would i'd just be like kind of like, like monkey fists except it'd be like stranger elbows or like something yeah it'd be a superpower that only activates when you are are inverted in a car yeah <laughs> you have to be upside down in a car and then you have x-ray vision so i'd have to make it so that my sidekick was um maybe somebody with like super strength or something so who could always flip over a car and toss me so then i could do but then does that mean that the person who i was fighting had to be in the car with me probably i just imagine that your batmobile would be a car inverted an inverted car (laughs) to the cassandra mobile and then you'd hop into an inverted car that skidded on its roof across the city. I'm just trying to get the visual. Does it skid on its roof um, like there are no wheels on it? Yeah. It's just skidding? Yep. What is the propellant system there? Um, your sidekick. Just just throws it? Yeah. Okay. And do I do I get into it like a roller coaster that goes upside down? Like it has those bars that go over my shoulder? Yeah, your sidekick uh, checks your height to make sure that you're tall enough for the car. <laughs> every time yeah because you don't know you know as we age we get shorter right and then he turns a key he woof they yeah the royal he yeah the royal (laughs) exactly the royal he um and then he just punts it across down yeah okay you know the only way we'll find out is if we try and i'm that's what this podcast is about Trying to find out if we're superheroes. Yeah, really just following each other's dreams. What would your... Do you, like, is there any situation where you think, oh, maybe I this is my superpower? Um, I can watch anime really, really good. <laughs> and sometimes when I, when I watch it, yeah. I go, damn, I feel this shit. So you're like a, like a Roger, and, Roger and Ebert of the... Uh, of anime i would say i'm an empath i can sense uh, i can sense other people's emotions but only if you have spiky hair (laughs) spiky multicolored hair yeah okay yeah well i mean the the emotions run high there so i don't know if you have to be an empath to really sense the emotions in an anime i choose to believe that i'm a superhero okay in that sense I'll, i'll let that fly yeah and how do you say how do you help the world with that um i don't i just cry in my apartment when people die okay <laughs> <It> shows <laughs> hey everyone welcome to the podcast hi my name is jill Rosario. i'm joined by cassandra khan that's me this is coach me sensei yeah podcast where we teach each other about sports and anime and discover whether or not we're superheroes that's right and so far uh i think the answer we is are. yes yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And we're slowly exploring that. And if you want to explore that with us, um, let us know. Shoot us a line. Tell us that you what incident happened to you where you might be a superhero. Yeah. Guys, big week this week. Yeah. Some would say uh, a big, the biggest. I don't know why would I they? would say that. I no, don't know. No. We've had more yeah. trademark things. But I had Cassandra watch a show that I'm really excited about. And I say that about pretty much every show that we do on here. Yeah, what, imagine you came on and you're like, this week I had Cassandra watch a show that I think sucks. <laughs> I I really didn't want her to do that, but we're down to no more animes. Um, I could see myself doing that just to get your opinion on a bad anime. Like We've never watched the show where the, the, the little girls turn into uh, fighter jets. What? We'll get there. <laughs> Stick around to find out whether or not that's a real thing that I just teased. Uh, yeah, what is that? Um, this week, though, we did watch... Samurai Champloo. Yeah. Oh, can I do a little aside here? Um, so you told me a few days ago that this is what you wanted me to watch. Mm-hmm. And today when I was going to do my homework, I was like, I can't remember what it was. And I was like, I'm just going to randomly say it into that Google diction thing and see what happens. <laughs> so I said like Champlain. I think I said Champlain Samurai is what i said champlain samurai champlain and it had no idea what i was talking about so then i um just googled samurai anime and there was a list that said top uh samurai anime and this is number 15 on that list wow (laughs) you remember what number one was was it roroni kenshin was it a guy with red hair like a red ponytail and a purple kimono I don't remember. Probably it was Rudy I Kenshin. do remember that the fourth best one was called Afro Samurai. Yeah, and Samuel like, Jackson is voices Afro Samurai. Is it, I was like, I gotta watch that. I got that on Blu-ray, baby. Do you? Hell yeah. Okay, so we could do that one That's later. That's a cool show. That's based, apparently it's based on, I just learned this because they released an anime on Netflix that I heard is bad, but it's based on a black samurai in history that really existed in, in like feudal Japan. Oh, that's cool. His name was Yasuke. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the according to this random list that I I clicked on just so I could find out what the real title of this anime was. That one's number four, and I was like, I gotta watch that. I have it. I'll, I'll lend it to you. Or we'll watch it. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, this one was fifteen on a list of fifteen. Okay. So they they were like, it's good, but you know, Oof. it's it's enough to be on this list. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to send me that list, then we'll I'll, we'll have basically the next fourteen episodes of this show. Yeah. Set out for us. Yeah. Uh, all samurai yeah it's it's the year of the samurai <laughs> yeah that special chinese year of the samurai yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it goes dog horse ox samurai samurai yeah um so you you found it i did i found it and it's then you watched samurai champloo samurai champloo champloo which it all is similar to what it's called in japanese oh i don't even know what it's called in japanese yeah there were like two titles cool um yeah so i watched it Funimation, get at me. Yeah, sponsor this podcast. Get at me, Funimation. Uh, would you like me to go through it? Yeah. Okay. Why don't we do like a quick? I'm still trying to figure out a structure for this, but like a quick plot some yeah. over, overview, yeah, and then we'll get into your. Let's build the foundation, yeah. and then we'll put up the walls. Hell yeah! Um, put up the wallpaper. A nice portrait of the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Speak like like the one in your bathroom, which is the inspiration for why we did this. Yeah. Because you have a photo. Well, not a photo. I guess it's a it's like art. graphic I bought, art. Yeah, I bought it at a convention. I will say, now that I've watched this anime, I don't know if that... 
art that you got actually looks like the characters that much. I think it does. It's like a silhouette. It's like an artistic interpretation. Yeah, it's an artistic inter. It's not like a it's written. just it's like shat like shadow silhouettes of each character. But let's let's do yeah, plot yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You talked about the wallpaper, and I skipped to the wallpaper. Everyone likes interior design. Um, so this is about this is, is a story all about how um. This girl's life, life got, got flipped, flipped turned upside, upside down. down. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please go ahead. I couldn't help it. Um, so there's this girl. I think her name is Fu. Yep. Ooh, I got that right. Yeah. I, I was a shock. And I'll say that I didn't watch this with you, So my, and it's been a while since I've seen the first couple episodes, and so my memory might be a little hazy. I remember it was like a two-letter. But I'll, I'll, I'll try to fact check you where I can if, okay. if need be. Well, fact checks. Okay, pull it a fact over here. Hmm. Um, yeah, so this girl... Can we talk about, real quick, as an aside... That um, you did kind of tell me a little bit what it was about previously before we knew for sure that I was going to do this as the homework. So I feel like I knew things in the first one that they didn't tell me immediately. Because um, you told me that this girl is trying to find her father. Yep. They never said it was her father Just a, in this episode. Just a, a samurai that, that smells, smells like sunflowers. That was a spoiler. Yeah. My bad. um so there are these two guys one's like a a rough a rough samurai and the other one is like a classic samurai i guess i don't know i'm just gonna call them conservative and liberal and um so liberal just wants to like prove that he's like at sword skills so he goes into that thing and to this girl's um what is it like a restaurant yeah, I think she's like a waitress at a at a restaurant. Yeah, and the, but the, she's a restaurant. Uh, the restaurant is for like royalty who's like acting real scummy, and it honestly it was kind of like a brothel. I don't. You said that it's been a long time, but literally, like one of the guys had his hand down like the kimono of another girl, and he was like playing with her boobs. I wonder if he. I I don't think it was a brothel. If my memory serves, I think he just like had a lady with him. He had multiple ladies. Right, but they were with him at the restaurant. Like the restaurant didn't provide that. No, 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 no. Yeah, that I didn't mean it like that. Uh, but I think he was just so powerful that people were just like, yeah, right, you do it. It seemed like like the guy who was in there was like his dad was a. I want to say mayor, but I know that's not right. Mayor's right. Mayor. Yeah. Okay. So, so he, he's powerful. He's like a leader, and yeah. like everyone in there was powerful. So they were being dicks, and um. Uh, she like spilled some tea on him and he was like well now you're gonna lose a finger blah 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 and then liberal comes over and is like give me a bunch of dumplings and i'll protect you and she was like all right fine so he like kills everybody in the tent and then um conservative comes in and conservative he thinks that conservative are like these really um I guess skilled samurai that protect the mayor or governor. Yeah, they have like personal bodyguards, I think. Yeah, because he thought that that's who they were sending to fight him since he just killed all those people. Yeah, and um, he was like, "No, you're gonna be waiting a while because I just killed those guys." Also, lots of cursing in this. Yep. Um, so he's like, "I just killed him," and he was like, "Even better," because the liberal just wants to prove his sword skills or something. He just like wants to fight everybody. Yeah. So then they just go and do this like epic sword fight while randomly this third guy who I really didn't catch who it was just sets fire to this tent. He, I think he was the guy that the guy who's groping the women. Oh, was it? I think so. I think he didn't die, but he got like defeated by liberal samurai. Yeah. Uh, Mugen, mm-hmm. right? Mugen and Jean are their names. Yeah. 
Um, so he got defeated, and then when liberal samurai got distracted by conservative samurai coming in and him wanting to prove his strength, I think he took that opportunity to be like, well, fuck this place. I'm right. burn it down to the ground. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, in doing so, like the mayor's son died. Like he burned alive in that tent. But anyways, um, so the the two conservative and liberal are in a prison like like all of us um the prison of life but theirs is a much literal prison and they're sentenced to die in a day or so um and the girl was like hey um i will help you escape if you uh, become my protection on this journey that we're going to go on to find the uh samurai who smells like sunflowers and eventually they um, they agree to that, and she, she helps them escape, and that is where we are after episode one. Cool. Um, I thought it was funny uh, when, I think this might have been the beginning of episode two, because um, I didn't watch all of it, but um, that the, the guys were like, what do sunflowers even smell like anyway? And she was like, I don't know, flowers? <laughs> <laughs> but let's base a whole journey on it. Right. Yeah. Like, such a specific thing. Do sunflowers smell differently than... I don't know. I used to eat a lot of sunflower flower. seeds, and to me, sunflowers smell like barbecue seasoning. Well, I, I think that's different. Um, that's not naturally occurring. Traditional sunflowers usually don't get dipped in barbecue, dry rub, or sauce, but um, maybe Japanese sunflowers are different. Do you, do you think I'm eating sunflower seeds dipped in barbecue sauce? Yes. <laughs> Do you think I buy a bag of wet sunflower seeds to go no, to no, a baseball no. game? I think you get plain sunflower seeds, but you're so cheap that you just get another. You get like the barbecue so sauce out of your raised. fridge, and then you just you throw them in there and swish them around. And then when you're in the car, you have a nice wet treat. <laughs> you know how to, people typically eat sunflowers, right? You get them all wet, yeah, and then they just mush in your mouth. Well, also, I think traditionally, what you do is you get a like a ripe, blooming sunflower, and you you trip it, you trim it, and then you take the like the black seeds that are not dried, and you you do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say never invite me over to your house during the summer. If you enjoy your garden, because I will yeah. take your plants. Some people go over after the vegetables. Josuel is Josuel's like a bee. He's buzzing around. Yeah, the more pollen, the more nectar, the better. Because uh, I, I think it, it pairs really well with barbecue sauce. So. Yeah, it's, he's got a sweet tooth. I do. Yeah. Um, oh, you just put everything in barbecue sauce. I didn't. I didn't realize you're taking the flowers and you're putting it in barbecue sauce. Well, I, yeah, I think the pollen and the barbecue sauce tastes really good. You know, after like a a big like windy day where your car's covered in pollen in the spring day. Yes, I know. Um, as most people take their car to a car wash. I grab a oh, you lick a, it clean. A bench scraper. I just start Ugh. scraping it into a bowl. Mix it with some barbecue sauce. Ugh. That's lunch. That's lunch, girl. Your immune system must be out out of out of this world yeah i i I have not been sick since 1998 (laughs) (laughs) well that's great for you i'm so proud of you no problem no problem uh what else should we dive into about these uh these well let me get your impression so that that was the plot how how are you feeling about it do you think it was fun to watch i thought it was a little gruesome it is pretty it's pretty violent pretty violent yeah i would say the the fighting can be pretty uh gruesome is a good word yeah, I mean, like, the guy just, like, is, like, slitting throats and, all, like, I think the first thing he did was, like, chop somebody's arm off. Yeah. 
Um, so it's violent, but I think that's the, that's what the tone of the show is going for. Oh yeah, it's yeah. definitely a tone. It's not out of nowhere. Do you, do you think it's succeeding in like the tone it's going for? Do you think the characters and stuff sort of do add add to the story? Like how how are you feeling about the story overall? Um, I think there's legs. Um, in terms of like me really liking the character, I, I don't think I saw enough from them sure. because the the first episode was so jam packed with fighting. Yeah, it leaves less room for me to be like, hmm, how do I feel about these characters? Because right now they both kind of seem like assholes. The only one that kind of didn't sound like conservative seems like less of an asshole because he had that storyline of like helping a um a peasant guy who was gonna get murdered by the mayor he like stepped in and that's when he killed yeah. those those guards so it's like oh okay so he's fighting for the little people whereas liberal was just like fighting for everything and like wanted to make sure he was paid kind of thing yeah yeah uh why don't we dive a little bit more into the character so we have liberal mm-hmm. which is mugen mm-hmm. he's like a shaggy haired uh baggy dressed samurai guy who mm-hmm. wears shorts uh, which I think is, I feel like, not traditional in, in feudal Japan. Oh, but you bring that up, and there's a there's like a slate that comes on in graffiti lettering at the beginning that says um, something like, "Before before you watch this, just know that this this uh, this portrayal of samurais may not be accurate." And then it uh, flips to the next one, and it goes like, "And do you think we care? No." <laughs> and then it, it just said like enjoy the thing or whatever yeah so they they got an attitude that's fun the show has an attitude it's i mean it starts with like a hip-hop opening yes we always get into the music it's uh, very hip-hop yeah new jabez who was a, a japanese i think he like legit japanese though he rapped in english uh was a rapper r.i.p uh but he does a lot of cool like jazzy yeah once uh, you do rap you die yeah it's it's a tough game out there mm-hmm. ask tupac uh, yeah so the the theme song i think is really popular super good uh still to this day yeah i mean i not that i like have talked to other people about it lately but mm-hmm. i still enjoy it like i still put it on every once in a while and go yeah this is a good ass song yeah um yeah i thought the beginning the the end one didn't really do much to me Ooh, i like the end one a lot too it was fine um we we're going through the characters so mugen right Shaggy guy, uh, Gene, Gein, Yeah, but you don't... Oh, sorry. I was just going on to liberal. The, again, you don't really know anything about him. You don't know how he got his skill. Right. He kind of just shows up like a desperado. Right. I mean, you're going to get that. From the first episode, I think, from what I remember, they do a good job of being like... You can get really get the sense of these guys just based on how they Their look attitudes, and act. attitudes. Right. Like, yeah. that dude comes in and is just like, I want food and I'll save your life. I'll, I have no problem killing this guy as long as you feed me, like, dumplings or whatever. Right. And he's he goes and he does his breakdancing fighting uh and he, he he kills people and then the other guy is more like honorable like he he you're introduced to him like trying to save like a peasant's life or something like that mm-hmm. um but they're both equally as deadly they're just like two sides of the same samurai coin like they both kill people right but one person does it with like honor yeah the other person do- sort of does it for selfish reasons i wonder what the lore is of samurai in this sh- like do you have to s- um, assume you have to spend years training i think because these guys they also set it up that these guys are like really good yeah they, they beat like really good fighters yeah um from what i remember i don't know what mugen's deal is what liberals deal is but conservative let's say uh won the rnc like he he he's the president or, or you know what i mean like he he 
he worked his way through the ranks. Yeah. If, if his dojo is the RNC, he mm-hmm. is the, the Republican candidate. Okay. He's that, that I remember about him. But the liberal, I don't necessarily remember what right, they said. Liberal, they just, you know, he was in a movie once and they, yeah. they were like, although I guess that would work for the Republicans too. <laughs> well, um, yeah. one thing I wanted to bring up is it's like the animation, unimpressive, but oh, wow. as a whole... It's like they tried to go out of their way to make these people as ugly as possible. Hmm. Not and the main characters are the best looking ones. Yeah. But if you look at like the emperors or like the guards or literally anyone else in there, it's like they are drawn to be the ugliest mofos that you have ever seen. Yeah, that's interesting. I I bet I mean intentional, I'm sure. I bet to make them to make you not like them, right? Cuz they've the, all got like quadruple chins yeah. and like different I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's so that you don't like them. But that's an interesting observation. Uh I'm intentional, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I got unless they just you know, oops, we drew that face too too large and in a weird shape oh well go with it <laughs> how do you think this compares to other anime that you see that you think this uh, fits the mold breaks the mold in any ways um i'm trying to think we should we should actually have a running list so i could see what i've been watching yeah but uh let's just do like my hero like compare this to like uh, oh i mean it's in terms of like it's much more adult it's much more gruesome that's what the, the that's why i was going to look at the list because is at least in my memory i feel like it's one of the more serious and gruesome ones mm-hmm. um in terms of serious and like morbidness probably online with death note um I can't really find think of I mean obviously Attack on Titan is really serious and gruesome but in a different way it feels like more historical or something. This one um you this, don't think you don't think this is historical you don't think this is how the They the, had a note in the beginning that said it wasn't. You're right. I just based on your description I would think this is how like the liberal and uh conservative parties mm. uh started in general. No. Um they also had like they use like a DJ, like record scratch to cut between scenes, and especially in the first episode, at least because that's all I've seen. There's like a fight. There were two fight scenes going on at the same time, and they cut back and forth, like using a hat that was tossed in the air, and they would do like a DJ scribble, and it would like go to the other ha- the other um, fight, and then they like go back and forth, which was cool. Um, they're definitely leaning heavily on hip hop in in the show, yeah. which is um, interesting. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't know if it really says anything about the show outside of like I think the two samurai one is supposed to be some more like more rebel, mm-hmm. more underground. Say if you took like music comparisons, one's more like classical, one's more hip hop might be a thing though i don't remember what the music they don't really do much classical it, sure. it's like it they're class- trying to get into that hip-hop aesthetic like they're they're like we know that there's a whole bunch of like young um asian kids listening to eminem and this is going to resonate with them yeah and so that's what they did and there's dj scribbles and graffiti writing and yeah, uh, they not only DJ scratches, but also you know, young DJs when they're in pre-K, they, they scribble. They bring home dr- drawings to their parents. They scratch and scribble and dribble. Yeah. Um, he well, because bef- when before you become a DJ, uh, you don't have the like the materials and the tools, so you write 
you write a record and you scribble it. Yeah. Sounds- yeah. Uh, I have a... That reminds me of this YouTube video that I saw recently. Oh, you saw a YouTube video? Yeah, yeah. It was like a documentary on the history of scratches. Yeah. Uh, or DJs in the, in uh, DJ competitions. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's just like the first ever DJ competitions between these two apprentice DJs. Oh, cool. You, yeah. d- is it like, do we need to see it or is it audio? We're good with audio? Um, I mean, I'll play it. We'll just watch it. But I think okay. listening to the audio for the listeners at home will be just fine. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right, everyone, listen up. We got two great DJs in here. DJ number one, DJ Woo Woo. That's my son. Oh, man, supportive family in the audience. You love to see it. This man, apprentice DJ, here to come and learn and gain his title. But you know how we do us apprentice DJs. Everyone in the audience, if you're an apprentice DJ, you know you're not allowed to have records just yet. This man here is going to scratch Prove to us he can scratch before he earns those. DJ, woo, woo, show us what you got. Hey, hey, what up? It's me. Um, I'm here, and I'm here to scribble as hard as I can. I got this crayon, and I got this wall, and you're going to see how hard I'm going to scribble by the marks that I'm going to leave on this wall. Drop a beat. That... DJ, I, I'm, it's the MC again. I just want to say that's supposed to be your job. Oh, you to drop dro- the beat. Yeah, you yeah, drop yeah, the yeah, beat because yeah, yeah. you're the DJ. That's my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, it, now, uh, I'm going to do like a metaphorical beat because the scribbles are going to beat the beat. You're going to hear it, right? So I'm going to say, uh, I'm just going to go, man. Ready? Whoa. He's digging that crayon into that drywall. Give it up for D. He's not done yet. If you see, I'm drawing like a, I'm drawing like a, like it's a scribble of a beach. That's a dolphin. Damn. Everyone, he's not done yet. That's a sun. It's like a complete beach right there, you know? DJ, you let me know. (laughs) All right, I'll take it by lunch break. I'll see you in a minute. I just finished, man. Oh, so, all right, I'll put this sandwich away. That was just the last one. Okay, no. You good, DJ? Yes. All right, everyone, give it up for DJ. Woo, woo. That's my son. We heard you, lady, and we're proud of him. <laughs> Listen, those that's qu- my son too. You didn't say it the first time. You didn't leave me the space. I'm just sitting in this corner. Listen, and I just want. I I I, fa- I thought I found my in. Sorry, I, I guess I was too late. DJ Woo Woo, you got some great parents out there, and I'm glad that they're here. Yeah. Let's evaluate. That sunshine's for you. Let's evaluate this work, audience. Why do, how are we feeling about this beach rendition? Give by round of applause. That's my son. <laughs> um. That is also my son. Oh. You didn't clap. I don't think it's worthy. <laughs> All right, we got DJ number two here, DJ Woo Woo. 
Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? It's my turn to get out here, earn my records. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right here, I got a whiteboard. I got a whiteboard and some expo markers. I'm about to show y'all how hard I go. Whew. You ready? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll let you drop that beat in a second. Um, just want to hold the space right now to ask if any family members are in the crowd. <laughs> There ain't nobody in the crowd. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we support my, you. We're a family here. We're a family here. My my parents don't approve of my decisions to be here. Yeah. I dropped out of medical school to come pursue my dreams of being a DJ. I, I was it. a resident yeah. at the local hospital, and yeah. now I am an apprentice DJ. Okay. Well, uh, let's, get, let's, let's see it. All right. So I'm going to dig this marker onto this whiteboard. You'll see how hard, by how hard I dig this whiteboard in, you'll see how hard I'd be scratching if I had records right mm -hmm. now. Drop a beat. That's me. <laughs> wow, it looks like a heart monitor. Uh-oh. That's a stethoscope. <laughs> Mrs. Jones. Hey, Ricky. That's my son. <gasps> Mom, you came. Oh, my God, yo. We're having reconnections here. <laughs> That's my son. That's my mom. Woo, woo. My son. <laughs> All right, pause. <laughs> <laughs> that really got off track in the I, end. I know. Uh, I didn't realize on on the bottom it said soldier returns from Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was beautiful. Yeah, it's crazy that she was dressed up as a record. Yeah, but also also DJ only started during the Iraq war. <laughs> the history of of DJ scratching only started in what 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Only to that subgroup of people. I mean, obviously, to, to other cultures, they had it earlier. Oh, yeah. Other think. cultures had it. Soldiers only discovered it in 2001. <laughs> yeah, they really appropriated so... <laughs> it. Soldiers are always appropriating, you know. Um, you should have seen them in the World War II with all that jazz. That's crazy. <laughs> um, Really quick, who's your MVP of Samurai Champloo? My MVP is Foo. Foo. Women power. Cool. The character that we barely talked about. <laughs> Probably I can, there, there were I no can never satisfy you. I can never satisfy you. I, I just think it's funny. I guess I I didn't ask any questions about her, so it's on me. I'll acknowledge that. Who was great. I talked about her and her quest for a sunflower right. samurai. She's funny. She has a little squirrel. Did you meet her a little squirrel? No, friend? I did not. Oh, she has like a little squirrel pet that Spoil comes into play. Spoil me all day long. All right. Every time. Who's your MVP? Well, that's a bad MVP. Why I, did you choose? I'll be. I'll. I'll. I'll say that we rarely answer that question. I feel like I say it. And no it's not true uh three out of five hard sandals okay love it uh what do you got <laughs> well i got check it here bro um i got a big weekend we just came off of and we want to recap it for you uh oh dear listeners um if you know what huge monster event just happened this past weekend it was the nfl draft Ba, 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 ba. Right 
Rydell, you suck. Bum, 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 bum. Who's Rydell? Oh, I don't know. Who's the commissioner or whatever? Roger Goodell? Goodell. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I know you are. Rydell, you suck. <laughs> Who is that? Um, okay, so... Um, the the NFL draft happened and you know you're sitting at home and you might have been like man that was this weekend I can't believe I missed it I can't believe I didn't drive or fly or um, boat all the way to Cleveland and become part of the audience to to see where these bright young men's futures will land but lucky for you we've got uh, Roger Joswell in the uh in the building at the mic on the ones and twos and uh he's here to tell you what you missed and the important things you should know it's time for the roge report roge does football too roge does football now (laughs) um it's time for the roge report uh the draft happened it was exciting the teams drafted players and now they have new players on their teams. And it's looking to be an exciting 2021-2022 season. Can I do a pop quiz real quick? Yeah. Can you name one player that got drafted by a team? Um, Zach Woods. Wilds? Wilson? Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Zach. Who, who did he get drafted by? Um, He got drafted by... I don't know. He went like 10th or something, right? Second? Oh, then I don't know. To the Jets? Sure. The Jets. Who was the first overall pick? The first overall pick went to the Nets. <laughs> I don't I don't remember. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh give us your report. Um so my report based on my own knowledge and not one article that I read off of espn.com tells me that the draft was very offensive heavy this year. It's been an offensive game for the NFL lately. They're offending um, everyone. The NFL saw uh, an unprecedented uh, offensive display last season. Uh, from what I read, slash no, there were a lot of touchdowns, a lot of big passes made. So a lot of teams are sort of building their building their teams around a strong offense, which means that early on in the draft, a lot of teams prioritize drafting offensive players like QBs and wide receivers and offensive linemen and stuff like that mm-hmm. over defensive players. Correct. You would think that that trend might... Uh, cause a response of teams building stronger defenses to compete with the offense but no the trend continued this year and there were still a lot of offensive teams or offensive players drafted this year mm-hmm. uh in terms of interesting things that happened this draft that i would like to bring up the giants general manager for the giants his first year as general manager it is not He's second year's general manager. Probably fifth. Oh, okay. Interesting. (laughs) Probably the fifth. 
Okay. Uh, anyway, this general manager, he traded down a lot of his picks uh, in the hopes of getting more picks next draft. And when you say traded down, that means that what? Some He traded with another team so that he, they, he traded with another team. He traded his picks this draft to another team mm-hmm. in return for picks in the next year's draft. Right. So it's like he, for an example, if the Giants had the 12th pick, he traded back in the draft. So he traded like with the Bears for their 20th pick for the 12th pick, but also because it's not an even swap in terms of the value you get. So he got like a the 20th pick in this draft and then like another two picks next year's draft. Right. So that's an example of what that means. Yeah. Uh, so he did that, a lot of that. Which is interesting because his performance is definitely going to be judged for what the team does this season. But without having a lot of draft picks this season, he could be looked. It could be looked negatively on, like. Right, like you'd think that if because he this is not his first season. It's he's been here as the Giants GM for a while. Like you would think, because the Giants have not done well. Like he this. A lot of people think, like, this is the year where you need to see progress or turn it around or this might be it for you. And so you think you'd want to take as many players this year as you could to try to shore up that team. But instead, he kind of drafted back, which kind of either shows you that he's not really worried about losing his job or, you know, he just really thinks that that's the strategy. Right. And hopefully the strategy, I I think it makes sense to sort of build out your get as many picks as you can for uh, future drafts, especially because there were some notes in the article slash things that I just noticed about the draft where because of COVID, the season was reduced for college football, meaning that you couldn't really see as much of what the players could do. Mm -hmm. Um, Some players opted out of the season, so you didn't even see them play this year, even though they still got drafted. Most of them, most of the top players who opted out of playing the season still got drafted. Um, and I, medical records were like weren't readily available for some of the players too. So you were sort of drafting blind. Like a lot of the times, you have these people go through some like some sort of medical exam to make sure that they can they're healthy when you draft them. Mm-hmm. But without that information being available, you're sort of taking a gamble on these players. Yeah, a lot of people were saying this draft more than others um, was a kind of like you really didn't know what was going to be happening. Because the teams didn't really know exactly themselves. They didn't get that inside look. Usually there's what's called an NFL combine where all the top players come and do a bunch of like uh, feats of strength and measurements uh, so that teams can really get to see them and get to know them. And that, that, that did not happen this year. And uh, there were not allowed to be many, or if any, uh, in facility visits so there weren't like a lot of times teams before they draft a person will spend a lot of time especially in the first round if they're if they're getting drafted in the first round they'll spend a lot of time getting to know them and that that didn't really get to get to happen this year right so what else on top of that uh commissioner goodell not rydell yeah rydell goodell uh is make trying to make people do the boo which i don't like oh yeah people uh, people boo the commissioner uh yeah it's a classic thing but in recent years he'll come out and be like come on i want you to boo me to sort of make it like an ironic thing and i feel like it makes it makes the booing disingenuous when it happens 
Well, here's what I say about that. Is he thinks it's because it's disingenuous, but it's really because people don't like him. Right. But him him go, going on stage and being like, yeah, I love the booze. Like, I, I come here expecting them. Mm-hmm. Makes him feel like an inside joke when in reality it's like, no, we're making, like, we're making fun of you. Yeah. So I don't like that he's still coming out and being like... I, I I left my basement for the booze. Give me the booze. Yeah. Um. So no bueno on that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um. I thought it was interesting. I read a uh, a thing slash I know this thing about how Tom Brady was drafted like in the sixth round. Yes. Is, that's crazy. Oh, did you not know that before? Well, no. Why would I know that? It's it's a thing. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Tom Brady's draft picture? No. You should you should look that up. I think I saw like a thing of like Tom Brady like all his pictures over the years. Well, if you look at his draft picture, he looks like a a very uh, uninteresting looking flabby guy compared to like the the monster diesel humans that come out of the draft now. Um. But yeah, there's like a shirtless picture of him. Yeah, that was him at the draft. That was a him at the NFL Combine. Oh, they make you wear baggy shorts and take your shirt off? Um, I believe they make you take your shirt off. The, the short bagginess is on you. The NFL Combine sounds like the Playboy, like the yeah, Playboy yeah, house. It's, it's the Playboy, Playboy mansion. Yeah, they're like, you but wanna, for football players. Yeah, you want to come in here? They're like, yeah, it's a bunch of creeps that are running it. Yeah, take your shirt off and stand on the scale. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bunch of creeps. Um, but yeah, so he was, that was in a, a, a different time. Uh, Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round. He was a backup quarterback until um, Drew Bledsoe got injured and then Tom Brady had to go in. And then history was, history was changed. Um, also, Russ, like the last time I remember, I guess there's two, the last two times i remember a quarterback being drafted late and ending up working out and being a starter is russell wilson in seattle he was drafted in the third round and also dak prescott for the cowboys unfortunately was drafted in the third round and those those people ended up uh, working out but i think as that article that i sent you showed you um the value of a quarterback in the nfl has gone up so much that even if you're not that good of a quarterback all these teams are drafting you in the first and second round because that's that's the way of the game. Yeah. Yeah, even if they don't need uh like a backup QB, they're still drafting a backup QB. Yeah. Just cuz that's 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 what the modern draft strategy is. Right. They're like you could be our third string and maybe you'll end up working out. Um that's what we do. We just want offense, offense, offense. I'm excited that uh the Baltimore Ravens drafted a new receiver cuz I like Lamar Jackson. Yeah. They drafted uh, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, from Minnesota. From Minnesota. Uh, that's cool. I think Lamar Jackson's cool. I have a good friend from Baltimore who is a big Ravens fan. Who is Lamar Jackson? Who is Lamar Jackson? <laughs> my, you know, my good friend, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My good friend. You probably know him. His name is Lamar Jackson. I call him Lama. Yeah. I dropped the R. Yeah. Lama. My mom. <laughs> my mom. You call him my mom. La ma is my mom in Spanish. Oh, mom. yeah. You're right. <laughs> mom. You call him la ma. Because he's always doting over me. <laughs> you know, Deshaun. There he goes. Desha- the mom. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. I almost said Deshaun Watson. Sorry. Uh, not affiliated. 
um lamar jackson really seems like he's like got that motherly aspect about him yeah like when you're you're around him he's just like oh do you want a tea yeah i think that's like, why he runs the ball so much is because he cradles it like a baby yeah he just wants to take he's care like of i it. won't let you go i can't throw you <laughs> yeah. what, what kind of mother am i what, yeah. what kind of mother would i be i'm just gonna make sure that you get there safely and i will run it all the way yeah. my sweet sweet baby i already tried to bring a carriage onto the field and then they told him you can't bring that here yeah you can't a it's stroller not look a little stroller it's not allowed man he was like but i go i just want my, my baby ball to get back to the end zone and yeah. they're like no lamar the mom lamar you can't do it um a couple more things the cowboys drafted a ton of defense they did um i know you're not a cowboys fan i'm not because you're an eagles fan um but that's interesting they're pretty much rebuilding their defense it seems like yeah they might be good um, speaking of the Eagles, your first pick uh, was good, which I know you didn't think it would be because the Eagles have a history of sort of flubbing their their picks. I still am not convinced. Oh, you seemed more convinced when it happened. Yeah, no, I was excited when they drafted Devontae Smith. Um, he was the Heisman Trophy winner uh, this past season. And and we talked about it in the, in the previous podcast when we recapped the national title game. No one could stop Devontae Smith in that national title game. Everyone knew that the ball was being thrown to him, and no one could stop him. So that was great. But with Howie Roseman picking anything, I will not trust it. Um, and I, I just can't until I see something work out. Uh, Howie Roseman could tell me that red is the best starburst, and although I believe it, I, I, like, I personally believe that's the truth. You would think I, that his words somehow warped reality. So yeah, that, it's not anymore. Like, next time you go yeah. to eat a red Starburst, there'd be an issue at the factory where they tainted it. Yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah. Uh, they changed the formula. It doesn't taste the same. And it breaks your ankles. Because everyone gets hurt. Thanks, Howie. You eat a Starburst and your ankles get blown out. You get blown out. And he's like, keep playing. It'll be fine. You just have to play through the pain. And I'm like, I don't think that's smart. And he's like, do it. And then all of a sudden, you need an ankle surgery. Sorry, that's me venting about Lane Johnson. <laughs> um, do I want to talk about anything else? Uh, is there anything big that I'm missing that you want my commentary on? Um, I mean, you kind of talk, you hit on it, like all the offensive players going. Um, the you know, I, I guess one thing that is not mentioned in the article that I should bring up that was kind of cool is a lot of times in these drafts, we as fans know ahead of time who is going to get drafted, at least in the first round. Um, and it was kind of cool that that didn't really happen this year, and it might be because of COVID that we didn't know. But we knew the first pick, we knew the second pick coming in the draft, but the third pick, everyone, we talked about it for weeks. Who are the 49ers going to draft at quarterback? And we knew we ended up finding out that it was Trey Lance from North Dakota State, um, which was cool. And I thought that that was uh, something. I, you know, I what I, one thing I'd like to hear is I know that you had a previous engagement, but you also made a point to 
have the draft on in the background what what did you take from that just visually as you were watching it the scene um i was pretty busy with what i was doing so and i also wasn't really listening to it so right just visually yeah uh they were doing a thing where they had like a chair out on stage and there was a different person like a a fan for each team that was drafting at the time sitting in that chair were you like why is everyone sitting in this chair yeah i I didn't i wasn't listening so i didn't really get to figure out what was happening but i remember when the eagles were drafting like the commissioner walked by the lady Uh and then the lady like stopped to talk like the guy stopped to talk to her and she like leaned up to talk to him and like her mask they were all wearing masks but her mask like fell under her chin and she was just like yelling at the commissioner <laughs> and i thought that was funny they also had like a band a band loudly playing oh by the way at, during the draft there was some random band but before the draft they had kings of leon which is like i thought that was kings of leon it was kings again it was muted but i was like I- are those shaggy looking white guys or is, are, is that Kings of Leon? <laughs> you know what Kings of Leon looks like? I Yeah. Oh. I, I went to college in 2010. <laughs> so did I. But I don't know if you put Kings of Leon and three other white guys on that I would tell you, be able to tell you who Kings of Leon was. Um, I, for some reason, maybe I saw the drum head and it said like KOL or something. Mm-hmm. And I just assumed that meant Kings of Leon. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Classic NFL getting someone that's like, the, uh, you're like 10 years too late to that band when's the last time kings of leon put a song out yeah after sex on is on fire or whatever i have not listened to any of their music yeah me neither um but yeah so kings of leon were there and i thought that was weird uh the chair thing was last year when they did a remote uh draft that's the chair that roger goodell uh sat in so he just gave it to everyone else so he said here here it's the infamous chair which they kept saying it was an infamous chair. I don't remember that being a storyline last year. You didn't see the memes, the chair memes? Apparently I did not. It was just a picture of a... <laughs> you didn't see that one meme where it was just the picture of the chair? And then the caption said, When you nut, but she keep on sucking. <laughs> no. It was a funny meme. <laughs> Never seen that and gross. Um, Yeah, so that's that's a draft. That's the draft. Welcome to the draft. Yeah, it was exciting. I can't wait to follow this football season and then see what's wrong with these teams and then have opinions on what, how they should draft next time. Right. That's what that's what it does. It's very cyclical. The, the fun thing about the draft is it's like, oh, there's no football. Oh, there's a little football. And then you have to wait another, what month is this? You have to wait another three to four months to, to get football again. Oh, well. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you want to play a quick game? Yes. Uh... I have this game here. It's just been sort of sitting on Rock, the... paper, scissors, shoot. We both Ooh, did scissors. Oh, we did scissors. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Wow. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Yeah. Rock beats scissors. Rock beats scissors. I lose. Yeah, what people don't talk about is the rock beats everyone. Yeah, if you just swing it at people's faces. <laughs> this game is called uh, Which One is More? Uh, basically, all I did was take a sports fact and an anime fact that where the answer is a number. Yeah. And I want you to tell me which, which one, one is, is more. more. Ooh, I like this. Okay. So, for example, uh, our sports fact is the number of NFL games that Tom Brady started in. Okay. And our anime fact is the uh, number of released chapters of My Hero Academia. Okay. Just tell me which one is more. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, Tom Brady has been playing since... I'm going to say 98-99, which is 16 games a season, which is... How how long ago is that now? 20 years? Yeah. Like We're 20, in 2021. We'll say he's been playing 20 years, 16 games a season. What's the math on that? 
260, blah, blah, blah. Don't forget playoffs, postseason. Oh, shoot. Oh, it's got to be. And my hero, uh, you know, I wish you said um, One Piece because I know that's in the thousands. But yeah, but the there's thing, no sports see, fact that's like a thousand. No, no, no. I know, I know. But uh, the interesting thing, too, is it's like I don't read oh, my I know, hero. I know, yeah. No, no, I know. It's just a shot in the dark. I'm going to say, can you tell me how wait manga doesn't come out in seasons does it it just does numbers yeah okay um i can look up volumes, tom brady maybe. is more tom brady is more tom brady uh started in 344 games yeah and there are currently when i wrote this 309 chapters probably like we're at 310 or 311 now wow um next fact yeah the number of re- the record for mvps won by a single nba player mm-hmm. or the number of titan shifters in attack on titan which number's greater? Oh, God. I don't even know how many Titan Shifters are. I'm going to say there's three Titan Shifters. Okay. I can tell by your smile there's that's wrong. <laughs> I'm going to go five now. There's five Titan Shifters. Okay, you don't need to know the exact number. I Just... know, but this is me working it out of my okay. head. And MVPs, LeBron has two? No, it's Jordan. Jordan's got to have the most MVPs. Um, shifters. Is more? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But you were wrong about the MVPs. Oh, who uh, is the, it? The record for MVPs in a, by, by a single NBA player is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Ah. Six. I didn't know that. Yeah. And number of Titan shifters in Attack on Titan, there are nine Titan shifters. Okay. Um, I just don't know them all. Yeah. Again, these these are... You got to meet them personally. They'll they'll swing by. They're guests on, this, on, the, they're on future episodes of the podcast. Great. Next fact. The record for the most MBL, MLB... Grand slams uh, by a single player. In a career. Yeah, in a career. Um, and the num- Or the number of named attacks by Luffy in One Piece. Oh. Good question. Can I just for a shot in the dark guess who the person is who has the most Grand Slams? Yeah. I don't know why. I know this isn't the answer, but I want to say Andres Galarraga. No. Um, but I'm going to say... I feel like Luffy only... I, I know he has like gears does he have additions to those gears i don't think i counted the gears oh um luffy's more yes okay luffy has from what i counted on regular don't come at me anime nerds but <laughs> i have 41 moves in his base form 41 yeah Th- does this mean like punch um, I got them written Kick. out here. Oh, wow. Let's go through all 41. I won't do that. But like gum gum pistol, gum gum rocket, gum gum, gum, gum bazooka, chew. gum gum chew. <laughs> um, and the record for most MLB Grand Slams is 25 by Alex Rodriguez in a career. Oh, well, A-Rod. Okay. Uh, let's do one more. Yeah. Uh, the amount of yards for longest field goal in NFL history or the number of students in both class 1A and class 1B of My Hero Academia? Field goal. Correct. Yeah. Wow, you're. I think you're 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the lo- longest field goal in NFL history was 64 yards by Matt Prater on the Broncos. I remember that. In 2013. Yeah. And the number of students in My Hero Academia for classes 1A and 1B is 40, because I believe there are 20 students in each class. Yeah, I approximated that there are about... I I was in my head. I was thinking there was like fifteen to twenty. Yeah. In each Good. class. That's 
and that was those uh, are the gears that i was hoping to get turning with questions like this yeah 15 to 20 and then i knew that it was over 60 so that, cool. was, that was my that ends this installment of which one of those two facts is more yeah uh, i don't remember the name of the game which one is more which one is more how did you do at home did you play along did you get it say backpack i like that part too Yay! <laughs> For anyone who wasn't, who isn't our age, that was a perfect door of the Explorer. It was impression. so good. What was your favorite part? Yeah. I like that part, too. Did you smell that dessert Grandma made? We did it! <laughs> you know what else we did? the goddamn podcast we did the thing we did the thing we did the thing yeah um that reminds me that we have social media we do we have social media please check us out on we don't we don't like um control the social media we have our uh assistant ryan reynolds do that but um you know he, he lets us know when things are happening yeah uh so please check us out on twitter Mm-hmm. Uh, coach me at coach me sensei facebook uh dot com slash coach me sensei pod uh you can email us at coach me sensei at gmail.com i've been going to facebook.net all this time oh really yeah oh no what does that take you to it just tells me to insert my credit card number and then what do you do i do and then has anyone reached out to you um no i mean is anyone supposed to um i've been paying for that site you've been paying for it yeah it's like a hundred bucks a week it's interesting because uh i've so first of all you're getting scammed uh that's not a real service and i know that because i've also been scammed yeah like yeah i I meant to go uh to uh when i was a kid uh, i had a credit card i was a very bougie kid yeah Uh, they do that all the time now right i wanted to play games like web games on cartoon network right so i'd go to cartoon network i used to play that justice league game all the time me too but it's at it's dot com is where you're supposed to go I would go to .net. Yeah. Right. So as a kid, I would go to .net. They'd say, if you want to play this game, put your credit card information in. So I pull out my fat, fat wallet. Yeah. Uh, it's thick yeah. with a lot of money. Yeah. Because uh, I'm rich, and I pull out my credit card, and I start putting the number in. Right. I hit enter, and instead of taking me to the game, my screen goes completely red. Uh oh. Unbelievably red. It's glaring. It's burning my eyes. It's so red. You uh, didn't turn it off? No, because I wanted to play the Justice League game. I thought maybe, oh, maybe the Flash is doing, Cyborg. Yeah, maybe Cyborg's eye. Yeah. We're really zoomed into Cyborg's eye right yeah. now. Uh, so I just stared at the screen. I'm trying to make sense of what's going on. And then the words push appear yeah. on the screen. Yeah. And I go, well, maybe this is how I'm going to start the game. Right? That's the iris of Cyborg. Yeah. I, it says push in his eye. I, yeah. I read that in the comic books too. Right. So I take my I take my huge wallet. I put it back in my pocket. I go. We're done with this. Yeah. Um. I take I pick my finger up. I go. All right. Let's play this game. You you wipe your hands with a crisp thirty dollar bill. Yeah. And then I throw it at a poor person. Um, <laughs> oh my god. And then I take my finger. Yeah. I go. Let's let's play this game. I press the. I'm about to press the screen. And I count down. Three, two, two one. one. Ah. ah.